and welcome to episode three of Who Drank the Kool-Aid. I'm Mouse, and as always, I have my wonderful co-host with me, Wolfie. How are you this week, mate? I'm all right, you? Yeah, yeah, great. Loving the lockdown. Living my best life here, living my best <laughs> life. It's like I was sitting there the other day, and I was sitting there thinking, it's not really that much different to my normal life. Mine isn't, to be honest. It's like everyone's there going, oh, I'm struggling. Oh, the only difference with my normal life is the only thing that I've, I'm finding really irritating other than obviously the death and all that awfulness that isn't really impacted on my life is the queuing to get into shops you know you should be all right with that uh it's still irritating i went to aldi uh, when was that feels like a week ago i think it was like two days ago and um i was queuing and they've got this one-way system that you're supposed to go around no one did it it was like dawn of the dead in there and they've got the trolleys and they're just it was it was like that and then it all kicked off and oh it was just yeah i worked in retail for a long time and people are assholes generally yeah they are because you turn around and say to them i'm sorry you can only buy a certain amount of those and they kick off yeah, and then they like they bring in 15 relatives we're all just buying 25 of these each it's like no nah, mate you're all in the same queue it's all in the same basket fuck off out of it so we are covering today covid19 and the some of the more exaggerated conspiracy theories surrounding it so covid19 coronavirus disease 2019 that's why it's called COVID-19 it is an infectious disease caused by severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus 2 which is SARS-CoV-2 it was first identified in Wuhan China in 2019 in December I'm not entirely sure that's fully correct because there has been instances where people have said that it's been seen in France earlier and stuff like that so that's where they reckon the biggest outbreak was is was in Wuhan in December 2019 and obviously since then it's been it's spread globally and it has resulted in the ongoing pandemic that we're all currently locked ourselves in our houses away from as of the 14th of May 2020 4.37 million cases across 188 countries and territories has been recorded 297,000 deaths so far which is horrific but on the good side of that 1.56 million people have recovered from it yeah so in britain we're we're currently going through the trial period of easing lockdown slightly let's see how that goes you're allowed to drive to see a relative but if you want to go and see your mum and dad you can only pick one of them yeah it's yeah don't quite get that it's the same no. which which parent do you prefer so we, we're going to see how that goes hopefully it's not going to have the massive second spike that is predicted unfortunately but um we'll see so today we're going to be focusing on some of the weirder side of the covid19 conspiracy theories that have come out mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them and i mean a lot of them are just off the fucking scale crazy yep you know, it's like, I know you've been locked in your house. You haven't really had a lot of people to talk to. You've been probably watching a lot of YouTube videos. But seriously, mate, Tim Fall hat off, go for a fucking walk. Yeah. Because some of this shit is like, really? But I'm anyway. intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm clapping my hands, by the way. That's what that weird <laughs> little noise is. Yeah. I've, I've got, I looked at one and it just led me down the rabbit hole to hell. So... One of the first conspiracy theories regarding COVID-19 is that there is a link between it and the 5G rollout. Mm. That's, 
that seems to be the most popular one at the moment. Very much so. Where they're surreptitiously putting up all these 5G towers while we're locked in our houses, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I know over here there have been quite a few cases of people burning down 5G towers. Yeah, I've seen it in graffiti and weird stuff, yeah. And you're sort of like, why? What's that going to do? They're just going to put another one up. So with the 5G stuff, I, I'm not the techie one. That's you. 5G for me is just, I'm going to get better mobile reception. I'll well, I'm t- not because I can't still get fucking 4G where I live. <laughs> <laughs> I live well, I live in a dip, so it's difficult to get 4G here. But yeah, that is the, the so idea I behind get, it. I can get 4G on the tube in London. Well, you know, there you go. I obviously live deeper underground than the fucking tube in London. <laughs> so 5G is the progression from 4G, which was 3G, blah, 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 all that stuff. So for me, it's literally better download speeds on my phone. I can watch videos when I go and see my brother in the middle of nowhere. I can watch videos on my phone on the train without worrying it's going to kick out and I get better reception. That's all 5G means to me. Does it mean anything else? No, not really. I don't think so. But I found, I was looking this up, right, and I found the lovely Alex Jones <laughs> um, mm. on InfoWars has been uh, screaming about 5G networks uh, quite a lot in the last few months. Uh, but he started off in 1990 saying that mobile phones cause cancer. 2001, Wi-Fi causes cancer. 2010, 4G causes cancer. So credible then, yeah? Oh, yeah, totally, totally. And uh, 2020, 5G is working in tandem with Bill Gates to make people sick so that we have to get a vaccine that will place a pla- a, a tracking chip inside all of us so that Bill Gates can monitor where we go and what we do in order for him to take over the world and introduce his new world order. Illuminati we've got covered in here as well then, by the sounds yes. of it. Yes, <sighs> Fucking hell. It's everything, isn't it? It's just like it's everything all at once. How I see it is this is I remember when 3G was being rolled out, there was a lot of this kind of shit. 4G, same. 5G, obviously the difference is we have more time on our hands at the moment, so we can watch more YouTube videos and we can do this stuff. But innately humans as a species, we it's quite ironic because we demand progression of technology we demand faster broadband we demand instant entertainment we demand of this amazing technology but then whenever we get towards this technology we come out of our caves in our loincloths shaking a spear at the sky do you know what i mean but but it's it's a historic thing anytime any new any new invention or or like anything that the basic everyday person doesn't understand comes out there is this huge big furore about it yeah. i mean look at the luddites when the whole thing about the machines were taking away their jobs and all that kind of stuff so they went and they smashed the machines you know that was the basic person not understanding that you know yeah the jobs were going but their jobs would change that kind of thing yeah. but i found it quite interesting when i was looking at this that um I found an anti-electricity cartoon from the 1900s. Yeah, I've seen uh, Yeah, and you sit there and go, so it's not a new thing. You know, no. this like 100 odd years ago when electricity, which everyone takes for granted, came out. It had murder hornets on it. I was like, fucking hell. It had this big spidery thing on it. I was like, yeah. wow. 
it's all going to come and kill us. So it's like, it's not a new thing. We like, we like, as you said, we like to bit and moan about stuff and wave our spears at it and go, I don't like this. But I tell you what, you're all fucking using your, your, your 4G at the moment to tweet about this bullshit, aren't you? And of course, the, you got the Millennium Bug as well, you know, the Millennium oh, the Virus. Thing. Yeah, I, I remember the Y2K thing um, where I was working at the point. Uh, there was massive, massive furore about it because they were like, oh no, it's all going to screw up our systems. Everything's going to go back to the 1900s. It's all going to delete all our information. I was like, okay. If it does, we'll just have to deal with it. I mean, I know my brother, um, one of my brothers works in IT and he was on call all for like a good few weeks all around the turn of the century kind of thing, mm-hmm. just in case it all kicked off. And I'm like, wow. I remember well, reading a piece around that time that said that it's the Y2K is actually a virus and they're saying that it's going to affect computers, but really it's a virus that will infect the population. So this has been rumbling on for a long time. It's, it's very similar to this. I mean, uh, one of the things that I saw that was linked to Bill Gates was that um, uh, another meme, I find a lot of my information from memes, um, another <laughs> meme that says, like, uh, create computers, create a virus, make you pay for the antivirus software. Then it was yeah. like, create a disease, make the vaccine, make you pay for that vaccine. And it's just like, they're literally saying that Bill Gates has created coronavirus, COVID-19, literally to profit off of a, a vaccine. That sounds very Deus Ex. I mean, have you ever played that game, Deus Ex? Um, it's been credited as predicting a lot of things. And it, it's true, it has. I mean, it was, it was released in 2000 and... There was, you start on this island, uh, New York, Staten Island, and there's no Twin Towers. And it said in the game, oh, they were blown up by terrorists. Yeah, but you know why there was no Twin Towers in that? Yeah, it's because there was no memory. There wasn't enough memory to actually fit it on yeah, there. Exactly. On the they game. Programming mean, yeah. Exactly. Um, but in that, there's a disease manufactured by the mega rich called the Grey Death. And... There is a cure called ambrosia, I think it was called. And but you could have it, but you had to be very, very rich to be able to afford this thing. So again, these ideas have been around for a long time. Yeah, it's a common theme, isn't it? Mm-hmm. In a lot of a lot of sci-fi, a lot of like, you know, these uh post-apocalyptic, pre-apocalyptic films that you see, it is there's a virus gets released, it basically wipes out the population. Uh, those that are surviving are faced to do whatever to try and get through it. Mm. And I think it's a very convenient kind of, I don't know if I'm inconvenient, actually. I think it's a very easy answer to something that we don't understand. I mean, again, it, it goes back to my theory that everybody needs to understand what's going on, but humans are shit and they don't. So yeah. we make shit up. So it's easier to turn around and say, oh, it's been created by Bill Gates and the Illuminati to take over the world so he can control everything, rather than saying, it's come from a bat. We can't control it. We've got no way of turning around and saying it's never going to happen again because it's nature. We can't control that. And It and will happen don't again. Like that. Oh, yeah, totally. It will happen constantly. Look at SARS, look at bird flu, look at um, swine flu. All of these illnesses, all of these diseases carry on coming out. I mean, you can go to the limits of like Ebola and AIDS. It's just like people have turned around and, and argued the point that they are all man-made. They are all created and weaponized viruses. 
quite, you know, you could turn around and say that and say, yeah, I could quite believe that. But at the same point, I don't. Because, I don't know, a little bit of me does sit there and go, but what's the point of them doing that? I mean, if you're going to try and wipe out half of the population, even the mega rich can't cope with that because you're not going to be able to function. Because the poor little bumhole that, like, you know, cleans your toilet isn't going to be around because you've killed him off. So your life is not going to be as fantastic as you think it should be. So I, I, I don't think the mega rich are trying to kill us off because we do everything every queen needs its little workers doesn't it and we're the little workers yeah exactly i I don't know a bit it's quite a sad look on the world really it's just uh, we're never going to get killed off by the mega rich because they they need us to do all their shit yeah but But it is a reality yeah you know it's like when uh the play kit back in the day because of the amount of people that died in europe from uh from the plague the actual serfs got more power than they ever had before because there were so very few of them that they could turn around and say, well, oh, no, I'm not going to work for you. I'm going to work for the geezer down the road who actually pays me and feeds me properly. So if you look at it historically, great plagues, great, great amount of death that, that are caused from viruses and disease and whatever like this actually makes the common man, the lower workforce, actually more important. Look at the way we're treating our our postmen are like you know the people who work in service industries the the nhs all these people no don't get me wrong i the nhs i think are actually lauded a bit more than a shop worker but people are lauding shop workers to say wow you're doing a great job well done if we could didn't have you you we wouldn't be able to carry on and and that's because this kind of stuff proves who the important people are oh absolutely absolutely it's not the mega rich, it's not the famous, it's not the footballers, it's not whoever. It's not the fucking Kardashians, mate. Well, actually, that's interesting because I read an article the other day and it said how celebrities are dealing with being irrelevant. Really? Because, yeah, because right now they're fucking irrelevant. So I see these articles, oh, see how such and such is dealing in lockdown. And everyone are just like, yeah, scroll past that, scroll past that. The content that's being shared is not about them at the moment and I don't think they can deal with it because they are irrelevant right now. Exactly. I, I do I do think this kind of thing has historically shown who the important people are. It's just whether or not we remember that when we come out of it. I hope so. I mean, when this all started, again, I read an article and it said that historically when things like this have happened, they've usually, society has usually come out of it the other side better for it because we have a shared experience we have something that ties us together and we have something in common and uh, i'm not a natural optimist you know i'm not a natural optimist however this country has been extremely divided in case listeners don't know where we are and you can't tell by our accents we are in britain and (laughs) (laughs) we have been very divided as has america as has a lot of the world at the moment we have very different views on how things should be done perhaps so maybe after this it will hopefully bring us closer together i'm hoping are, are you gonna do hands across america kind of thing and we're all gonna have a coke and sing along can we have pepsi <laughs> your pepsi max for all. so you're far more optimistic than me i i have absolutely no faith in humanity i'm like yeah we'll come out of it and people are still gonna be shit so anyway the covid19 theories that are floating around at the moment a lot of them are based around the 5g thing 
Mm. A lot of them are sitting there saying that the 5G towers are to activate whatever it is that's going to be put in the vaccines that's going to be put into us. And they will turn us into, as I've seen, zombies. Uh, they'll kill us straight out. You've, or... Hold on, oh, you've seen zombies. People actually think that we're going to be turned into zombies when, when it's... Yeah. I'd say that 50% of this country already fucking is, mate. <laughs> it's true. You've seen them walking around supermarkets lately, haven't you? Absolutely. So the 5G towers are there to activate whatever is in this vaccine that we're going to get put in. And it's going to turn us into zombies, kill us all, or, you know, basically make us turned into subservient people that will sit and back up Bill Gates and the Illuminati. I actually think that people in that case think that technology is a lot further along than it actually is. But it does go back to my, but yeah, you're turning around and typing all this on a computer or on your phone. Yeah. You're, the technology you're bitching about it's like someone turned around and was going on about um the tracking device that the british government wanted to have on your phone download an app so we can make sure that anyone you come into contact that have they typed it on their phone is it okay. is it posted via facebook and twitter with their location on do you know what i mean it's like you're already using a tracking app mate every fucking yeah. thing you do tracking app yeah. you know it's like if you use mobile banking, it's got tracking apps in it to make sure that someone isn't accessing it from like Kuala Lumpur. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, it's, mm. so I find it all very hypocritical. It's like you're picking and choosing what what traction, what doesn't. That's fine. That's your business. But you know, t to get into the furore about it and sit and scream and shout about it is is just ridiculous when you've already got tracking apps on your phone well that was another thing that they said that this chip that they were going to put into us by bill gates it's always bill gates uh bill gates is going to put this chip into us so he knows exactly where we are at all times why does he want to know that data mining yeah oh bad data mining oh i saw one that was totally off the fucking charts right all oh, right okay the vaccine is going to contain a chip that isn't about tracking us but it will be used by bill gates to mine cryptocurrency okay <laughs> they're gonna be bitcoin generators for bill gates the thing i don't get about the whole bill gates thing because he is tied into a lot of it a lot of people have a problem with him i personally do not a lot of people it's a lot of the anti-vaxxer groups dislike him and where because he's gone into poorer countries and actually vaccinated people and a lot of the anti-vaxxers are screaming and shouting that he's doing it against their will and he's forcing immunisations on people that shouldn't be there, blah, blah, blah. And that seeps out slowly, doesn't it? Mm. It's like a little effect of this group of people saying, he's evil because he's he's trying to stop polio in India. Their trickle-down effect is Bill Gates is evil. So the 5G stuff just makes me laugh but as I said when I was looking into it it was like it was like rabbit hole stuff it was like it was starting to go really weird mm. and uh, one of the things is the 5G again they're, they're using it to control us all and one of the, the reasons that they're saying that you have to keep two metres apart is because facial recognition software doesn't work if you're all grouped up together people really need to get laid or something don't they <laughs> don't you think <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. But, but again, this is people going on about stuff they don't really understand. I think that that is exactly what, where the problem is coming from, is they just don't understand how a virus works. Yeah, I, I have spent a lot of my time saying to people, that's not how this works. 
Yeah. That's literally not how this works. I understand that people are saying everything new is scary. You know, the 5G, it's scary. We don't know what it's going to do to us. 4G was scary. We didn't know what it was going to do to us. You know, drones everywhere. We don't know what it's going to do to us. And you sit there and go, but you know i saw a couple of months ago when they turned on some alleged 5g mass that all the birds fell out of the tree and died and they were like well actually there was no 5g mask mast sorry in that area so it couldn't have been switched on and mass deaths of birds though sad does happen because they live in flocks because it was starlings they live in close communal flocks and diseases can wipe out an entire flock it's happened for but were they really birds though (laughs) don't tell me there's a theory on that as well yes oh my god yeah have you not heard this one that birds are not actually real they are little robots that the government are using to spy on us. And the part of the lockdown is they've locked us down so they can change their batteries. Guys, I, I wish listeners home. <laughs> I, I, I've never wished to have a video podcast so much in my life so that you could just see that my head is nestled in my hand right now because I can't find any words for that one. I, I love that one. It makes me laugh. The real point is, what sort of batteries are they? If they take them out, are they giving them a rub and putting them on the radiator and putting them back in, or are they putting freshies in? <laughs> putting freshies in it, mate. You can't, you can't just give them a rub. They'll, they'll fall out again. So does, does that mean all the bird poop is is like, you know... The it's battery acid, isn't it? It's battery acid. It's venting. That's why it ruins your car. Though. They were dinosaurs once they were mighty. They ruled yeah, the earth. I, I'm sorry. Anyone who isn't scared of birds doesn't understand history. <laughs> no. No, that's the thing, isn't it? Right. So back, back to COVID-19. So another one of them is it's now we've hit the deep state playbook. So have you have you seen this? Was that a film with Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley <laughs> <laughs> So... You release a virus, so the bioweapon, you affect the entire globe. Right. You then screen the masses using some fucking system. You offer the solution, which is the uh, vaccines containing microchips. I don't know why they have to contain microchips, but all vaccines have microchips. You fool the masses into giving up their rights and their civil liberties by agreeing to lockdown. You create a new world order and then you depopulate the planet. So this is tying into Marvel again. Yep. Oh, oh, I'm so proud of you. Oh, <laughs> so proud. That was a, that was a, that was a finger click then, guys. That that for you to make a Marvel reference is Thank like you. a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound like that. Um, a biological weapon of all of the theories thus far would make more sense. It makes more sense than 5G or anything else. However, yet again, I ask the question: Why? Because depopulation... Yeah, the world is overpopulated. But again, they need helpers. They need us with little workarounds. Exactly. And you sit there and go, these are people that, if they didn't have their minions to do stuff for them, they wouldn't have the power and the success and the money that they have. So what's the point in getting rid of us? Yeah, so that that's my deep state playbook that uh, I saw when I was going around. There is also, there's so much Bill Gates stuff. It's untrue. Bill Gates and uh, Michelle Obama. Okay. A lot of Bill Gates and Michelle Obama are in cahoots to take over the world. So Bill Gates, obviously, uh, in 
invented this virus and invested in it, helped the Chinese government to release it to shut down the world until the vaccine that he's made with the implant to track us again with the freaking implant is available and then he can turn around and make everyone have it and then he runs the government with his new world order. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of all similar. Yeah, it's a lot of population control. It's a lot of population um, monitoring. Mm. It's a lot of, you know, the, the government just wants to control us. So th- th- these are the major ones. These are the ones that came up time and time again. The tracking chip just does my head in. It's just like the doctors are getting uh, kickbacks for misdiagnosing uh, deaths to COVID-19. Okay. Well, saying they are COVID-19 or saying they're not COVID-19? Saying that they are COVID-19. Okay. Yeah, so Bill Gates holds the patent. Bill Gates, Jesus, I've never talked about the man so much. <laughs> Bill Gates holds the patent to COVID-19. I also saw a thing the other day where someone had a, a bottle of coronavirus vaccine for a dog. And this photo was taken in 2001. Right. And again, with the title, what are they not telling us? They've had this forever, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, mate, you don't understand. Coronavirus is like saying that you've got dermatitis. It's an all-encompassing fucking header. And then yeah. it gets split off into varying sorts. It's not like one thing. Yeah. Well, viruses, they mutate. Each mutation has a different name and it infects a different species and it has different effects. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of hope that it will just mutate into something more harmless or mutate so that it no longer is as infectious as it is right now. I I can't see how it would mutate and become less dangerous. Um, I read something from a scientist and he, when it first kicked off actually, here at least, and he said viruses, when they mutate, tend to become less potent, they get weaker. And that's happened before, I think it was with a bird flu or something, I can't remember, one of the many that we've had over the years. He said, but it is a very, it's got quite a slow mutation cycle this virus and it's holding up well to be honest right so as it as it mutates it gets less and less see i i saw something else where they said that there was a a a mutation has hit already and that has made it more dangerous so it's like it's really hard because even the media are just printing whatever the fuck they want to but I'm having to look at, like, scientific journals. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because I play too much Plague Inc, where, like, you know, you create a virus, <sighs> set it into yeah. the world, and then make yeah. it more... And as it mutates, it gets worse. So maybe I, yes. I'm, I'm thinking along those lines. That's yeah. how they work. Apparently, it's very rare that it would actually get worse. Let's hope. I read something, oh, it was years ago, but I have dived into it again more recently, about the AIDS pandemic. And there were conspiracy theories in the 80s surrounding it which are very similar they didn't include bill gates because you know he wasn't the man that he is (laughs) today it was a vaccine for hepatitis b that was developed in africa and instead of using generic monkey uh genes they used chimpanzee genes uh, by mistake and then they flew said vaccine to america and in new york in the late 70s and early 80s they needed a community that was quite 
promiscuous. So they decided to test it on um, gay men to see if it worked against hepatitis. And so they had this vaccine and it mutated, according to this, um, into what we now know as HIV and the massive killer that was AIDS. It has been debunked quite a few times and there's not a fat lot of information about it online, I have to be honest, but there was a lot of papers written in the 80s about it. So this isn't the first time that conspiracies have sprung up around viruses. I think it's another one of those we people will always create shit. Yeah, absolutely. People will always create shit about stuff, you know. Mm. It, it, it's quite sad though that I think that in, instead of putting all that effort and all that passion into trying to help the situation, you you put all that effort and all that passion into basically making it worse. Yeah. I have people that are related to me that have posted 5G conspiracy theories on social media and I've literally sat there and went, what the actual fuck is wrong with you? You're not helping the situation, you're making it worse because you're making people more scared. Mm. Because not only is there this killer virus out there that could kill anybody, it doesn't just kill, as as everyone's saying, it only kills old people. It doesn't. It kills young people as well. You know, it, it kills everybody. It doesn't just affect a certain group, you know. And you're making it worse because there's not just that out there. And now you're saying that the government are doing this on purpose. It's not helpful. It is the start of a zombie movie, though, mate, because it is the start of, like, you know... 28 Days break- Later or something. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's, it's like... it's the start of the breakdown of society isn't it it's just like we're destabilizing government because we're no longer going to believe them if you look at what like the americans are doing where they're going out and actually literally gathering in hundreds to protest that they've been locked inside and they don't want to do these uh social distancing measures and it's not fair and i want to have my hair cut you know all that kind of crap and and you just sort of sit there and go i'm sure i've seen this film i'm sure i've seen where it's all kicked off like this i'm pretty sure that um, the new remake of Dawn of the Dead actually had their, their starter reel kind of started like this, destabilisation of government, um, a killer virus that no one understands, you know, all that kind of thing. I'm pretty sure if you look at the starter reel of Dawn of the Dead, the new remake, really? that that's the, yeah. I, I think the thing is with conspiracy theories is I do enjoy watching, reading, indulging myself in conspiracy theories. Obviously, we do a fucking podcast about conspiracy theories. But at the same time, I take them as entertainment. And sometimes if something piques my interest, then I'll go away and I'll read something else. But I think it's, I like to see myself as into conspiracy theories, but very sceptical about both sides. And a lot of the time, I think they're quite harmless. But right now, I don't think it's harmless because I think it's scaring people. Yeah, I mean, the, the, this is uh, the COVID nineteen is scary enough. We don't we don't need you know the government are doing it to you on purpose. You know the Illuminati are out to get us all. We don't need that. We've got enough scaring the shit out of us every day. Yeah. So, but yeah, generally conspiracy theories. I sit and listen to them. I sit and read them. I, I'm really interested in them because I find them a fascinating look at the way people react to stuff. Yes. Oh, it is. It's a brilliant psychology experiment yeah. almost isn't it it's, it's like urban myths uh, and stuff like that it's it's the way people react to stuff and and the way they try and explain it because they don't understand it i sit there and go if i don't understand stuff i'm quite happy to turn around and say i don't understand it i'm not going to turn around and make up this like wild fucking theory about it to make myself look like i know what i'm talking about mm. you know 
uh, I'll sit and go, no, I've got no idea what that is. You know, I will look stuff up. I will educate myself as, as much as anybody can. But, you know, yeah. I, I generally sit and go, if I don't know something, I don't know something. But I'm not going to turn around and make up like fucking tinfoil hat theories about it. No. I think that the important thing to say is that younger people today, kids, people in their late teens, teens, early 20s, they don't watch TV they watch YouTube and there is this whole woke movement, which I think is really cool. I mean, I've always been very critical of government. I've always been very critical of the media. However, you have to apply that skepticism you have for the mainstream also to the stuff that you're watching on YouTube. Just because someone creates content on YouTube, just because someone looks like you, dresses like you, talks like you, isn't rich, doesn't mean you can take everything that they say as gospel because it's, it's all opinion not. it's all opinion and conjecture and you know unless you turn around and admit that it's all opinion and conjecture you're going to get caught up in so much shit yeah i i have to go back to the theories about this covid19 one of my favorite ones and i think you're gonna really really like this one okay go on right it is da, 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 the cult of the hollywood elite and they're vampire therapies. Hmm. That vampire therapy. Vampire therapies. Okay. <laughs> Billionaires and the Hollywood elite are obsessed, obsessed with staying young. Okay. So they are using COVID-19 to cover up that they are stealing children to put into camps where they are torturing them until their adrenal gland kicks in and produces adrenochrome, which they then extract from the child and inject into themselves to make themselves younger. It's, uh, it's harvested by the Hollywood elite themselves, normally, because uh, they have parties where they do this, and uh, then they ingest this and it keeps them young and gets them high. No, I don't, I don't see that one. No opinion on that one? Um... Um, no, <laughs> no, no, I have no opinion. I mean, 5G, I'm like, I think, with the 5G thing, I'm like, yeah, people are scared. It's new technology. They don't like that they're cutting down trees. I don't like that they're cutting down trees. And they're putting up new mass. But you know what? We demand new technology. We have to move on. This is the way it is. Let's get on board or whatever. So I get that. I can kind of get the Bill Gates thing, even the tracking thing. I'm like, well, maybe if they want to see me go into Aldi once a week, you know, <laughs> fine, whatever floats your boat. But this one with the Hollywood elite, no, I, I can't. Uh, it, no. It, it, it's an old, it's an old kind of... Um, yeah, I've heard it before. Yeah, but they're linking it to 5G and they're linking it to COVID-19 as a cover-up for it. Yeah, and that's why a lot of the Hollywood elite are pushing out about don't vaccinate your kids because it's not making the it, it, it interrupts their adrenochrome production and all shit like that. <laughs> this all comes back ironically to anti-vaxxing again. It comes back to anti-vaxxing, right? Uh, the vampire therapy is linked into this as well, where they're injecting the blood of young children into themselves. Right now, there seems to be some truth behind this, though. Because the FDA have actually um, spoken out and have said, you shouldn't be injecting young people's blood into yourselves, peeps. Really? Yeah, they've advised against injecting young blood into you. 
<laughs> so hold on. Uh, so people are actually doing that, or the FDA just like read an article yeah, in Look at Me magazine. Yeah, it's it's like the uh, rainbow parties and all that shit. Yeah, where it's oh, like yeah. someone someone said about it, and everyone's taking it up as being true. So, so literally, the FDA have actually advised against injecting young blood into them because they may have read an article or some twat's done it. Let's be honest. There are stupid people out there. My favourite one it, so far, I mean, I don't believe any of them. Can I just say that categorically? My favourite one, however, as a work of fiction, is definitely The Little Birds. <laughs> I think that's quite a cool one. It, it's, it's, it's linked to the 5G. It's all that shit. I think it's yeah. quite cool. I like that. Do you want to hear some uh, cool stuff that's been going around about this, though? Go on, I say cool. It ain't cool. It's arseholes, but um, it made cool. me laugh. Right. So a woman called Tracy Kiss, uh, mother of What's two. Her name? Kiss Kiss. Tracy, yeah. Tracy Kiss, mother of two. Um, has your mum's that is she? <laughs> She's fighting off coronavirus by drinking a sperm smoothie every day. Fancy some of that? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so a sperm smoothie every day walls off COVID-19. Right, okay, yeah. I personally think I've ever asked told her that. I think so too. My other one that I really liked, and this is real, I have actually seen the news clip repeatedly because I couldn't get over it. The mayor of Las Vegas, have you heard mm-hmm. about her? No. She offered to reopen Vegas, reopen all the casinos and let people carry on as normal. So using her population as a control group for how much COVID-19 spreads and whether or not um, lockdown measures and stuff like that actually work. Really? Yeah. There is actually footage of that on a, on a TV station where she actually said, I don't see what we can use our like population as a control group for this. We can open back up. So she's basically just wanting to make money and open the strip. You know, Las Vegas is a far darker place than they show you in Showgirls, isn't it? <laughs> How pissed off would you be, though, as a Las Vegas resident? But yeah, if I was a Las Vegas resident, I would be losing my absolute shit at that. I would. I'd, that is really bad. That is terrible. It's just like, what the fuck? But yeah, that, that's worse than uh, that's worse than the birds, isn't it? Nothing beats the birds. I love the birds. I like I like the idea of that this little I know all the little fucking blue tits outside. Like while I'm inside, all cooped up, you know, saving the world. Someone's outside going fucking hell. I'm trying to get the battery in this fucking little thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh Frank, god, it's like a Phillips. Frank, I'm, I'm double A's. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to end on a final conspiracy theory that I think you're going to like, because I know you're not going to have heard this one, right? Okay. So Subway stores match up perfectly with COVID-19 outbreaks in the USA, right? So you know Subway stores, the footlongs? Yeah. Right? The overpriced baguette. <laughs> it's not even a baguette. It's a soft mm. roll that someone's It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So... Bill Gates owns 82% of uh, the sub. Fucking hell. <laughs> and by law, subways need to be within two metres of a cell phone tower. Now, Jared Fogel, if you remember him back in the day, the, the uh, spokesperson for Subway who got done for paedophilia. Yeah, I remember. Right. He, he was, was a nice guy, wasn't he? Oh, lovely. <laughs> so... Jared Fogel was framed before he could whistleblow. The virus is being transmitted by 5G footlongs. 
There we go. <clears throat> That's the final theory. It's sandwiches. Right, so thank you for sticking with us uh, through our COVID-19 conspiracy theory episode. Um, hopefully we'll see you next week where we're doing Eliza Lamb. And the Hotel Cecil. Thank you. Uh, nice, nice trip down a psychopath lane for me next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, as always, feel free to comment, like, share, whatever you want to do, guys. Um, you can get in touch with us at who drank the Kool Aid podcast at gmail.com, or you can uh, get in touch with us via Twitter at who cool. Um, thanks again for listening. <laughs> much for staying with us through this. Um, fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs>